You're listening to 3CR's Renegade Economist with your host, Carl Fitzgerald, as we investigate the role of landlords, bankers and natural monopoly through the eyes of the commons. Our birthrights, our birthrights. Listeners, welcome to part two of Disaster Capitalism Meets the Paradise of Barbuda near Antigua in the West Indies. And just recapping on last week's blockbuster show, this is a story about Robert De Niro teaming up with James Packer, the billionaire casino mogul from Australia who's scouring the world trying to set up casinos, resorts, anything he can so he can meet the next Mariah Carey. And uh, it's just a harrowing story, this one. Uh, Five months after Hurricane Irma struck the island, it's been uh, good to see that in the last week the school has finally opened there. But houses still are without electricity. There's $1.3 billion in aid committed, but there's no town hall. And for some reason they're prioritising to build the airport And uh, as you know, when uh, infrastructure is built in remote communities, that is a giant signal that uh, big change is coming to that community. So let's jump back into this interview with Tekla C. Negger, Melchior. Mr. Packard, as an Australian, is is a citizen of the Commonwealth. So the Barbudan said, well, he's not really a foreigner in that sense. He too is a citizen of the Commonwealth. But the problem we have with him and this was what was discussed in the village meetings, is that he's a persona non grata in, 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 in more than one country. So why bother present this proposal to the government? Because we already, we already know, because he's a persona non grata, that he is not the ilk or element that we would want in well, our what country. countries is Dear James not allowed in? I'm, I'm not aware of that here. It's, it's Sri Lanka is what we have. That's right. And that's where one of James Packer's uh, casino proposals was rejected. And again, there was uh, some concern around some of the tactics that were used there. So uh, he's been banned. Exactly. It was, it was, um, it was Sri Lanka. And, and again, I mean, when uh, this is just to reiterate that these are not the 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 season in Barbuda is probably one of the shortest in the world. The tourist season in Barbuda is one of the shortest in the world. It's from November to April. <laughs> you know, it is literally come in, get out, and it's also one of the most expensive destinations, or used to be one of the most expensive destinations to go. So these are not people who are looking for tourism 365 days a year. It is a very select, very high-end tourism that goes back, ugh, I can't, before I was a child. I mean, I remember as, as uh, when we used to go down for home leave or when things were just too stressful in the General Assembly, my mother's like, I, I need to go home for a sea bath. And we'd go home for a long weekend for her to just go swimming. And we had people like Dr. Salk of the, you know, the fame of Salk vaccine, um, was Greta Garbo, Princess Margaret. It was, it was a very specific crowd of people who were interested in just a quiet place with a unique kind of beauty. It is not a lush tropical place. It's, it's very arid, very dry. 
And one of the reasons it was always attractive to the Codringtons and the British was that people with uh, what respiratory ailments would come down because the air is just so fresh and clean and very good for asthmatics and the like. So when Packard's name came up, calls were made, you know, and they said, no, well, he's a bit of a problem. And then De Niro, you know, was talking about at first just expanding the defunct K club. And the next thing, you know, he's talking about bringing in a casino and there were, and, and that was a no go for the Barbudans. They were like, we do not want casinos. We do not want yachts. We certainly aren't going to pay for a private airport that's, that can accommodate jets because who, who all is going to be here? Who's going to monitor that, you know? So on every turn, there was a rejection. And then the biggest problem was the repatriation of funds and the bringing in of foreign workers who would be granted land in Barbuda, thus breaking up the um, common ownership thing. The other thing that concerned the Barbudans was that Mr. De Niro came in with the citizen investment program and seemed to have been convinced that through this program that allowed him rights in Barbuda. And as I said before, a Barbudan is, is specifically defined. Then in relatively short order, Mr. De Niro was named by this, the administration an economic envoy. So the question then was posed in one of the, one of the three village meetings. Well, in what capacity are these men coming in here? Are they coming in as foreign businessmen? Are they coming in as investors through their purchase citizenship? Or are they coming in as political appointees, you know, uh, ambassadorial class, special economic envoy of the sitting administration? Who are they? Under what rubric are they coming in here to so-called develop us? And when none of those questions could be answered, it was decided, thanks, but no thanks. But that was all to, to, you know, to no avail because a law was then passed. How many days after Hurricane Irma was this rushed through? No, this was before Hurricane Irma. This, the the, 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 the um, Paradise Found Act happened um, um, last year, in, in the beginning of last year. But something happened, didn't it, following Hurricane Irma, real disaster economics? Well, you know, they, 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 they passed, the government passed the new Barbuda Amendment, which, which was remarkable because their argument was that the, the, the Barbuda Land Acts, 19, they, were, they are focusing on 2007, but they're also, there was like a passing reference to 1901 and 1904. They're saying they're unconstitutional. Now, it seems peculiar that you would amend an unconstitutional act, right? The other thing that was done was that the well, there, I should I should sort of I'm I'm cautious to talk too much about that because there are ongoing suits. But what um, has really been a grievance for the Barbudans, both in um, Barbuda and Antigua, and Europe, Canada, and and America and Latin America, is that. For some reason, the, the Antigua government brought Robert De Niro to the trusteeship council, and he 
spoke on behalf of the Barbudans. And there's no explanation as to how and why that happened. That was done under General Assembly conference services. And he got up and sort of did the rallying cry of donate, donate, we have to help these people and we're going to build a hotel. So it was a 46-second um, advertisement in the in the United Nations for his um, project with, with Packard and others. But in terms of the aftermath of all of this is that once the Antiguan government believed themselves to be successful in divesting the Barbudans of their land, the CIP program seems to have expanded exponentially. And the spokesman for the prime minister, Mr. Lionel Hurst, Max, Lionel Max Hurst, he used to be the ambassador to the UN for Antigua. Uh, declared that Barbuda is now going to be the first halal and Islam-friendly island in the region. And it's just one of those things where it's just, <laughs> excuse the, 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 the um, choice in word, but I think it's in, in, in words, but it's the most appropriate. It's a tsunami of, of just criminality and grabbing that is unparalleled. It's like you've been annexed as part of Antigua, and I just want to get this right for listeners. When did the communal landlord title be attacked? Last year. Right after the hurricane, they started what went in removing every Barbudan, to the best of their knowledge, save, that, save for that, you know, two dozen or so. They could then say, well, there's nobody there for it to be com communally owned. That sounds harrowingly like how the English claimed Australia by declaring a Aboriginal people were not here and it was terra nullius. Exactly. That was the physical action that was taken. And then what happened was they put them in so-called shelters, which, you know, I mean, they were shelters for a while, but after a while, what was done right after was to name, name a state of emergency thus not letting anybody go anywhere. So they were in this limbo for 30 days, but the, Barb but the Barbudans and the Antiguans were unaware that a state of emergency could only last for 30 days. So quickly, the, 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 the wheel started to grind, and they started to put together this argument that everything was unconstitutional, and therefore they had the right to collect it. And what was particularly troublesome, and I think much of your audience, whether pro-Commonwealth or not, has to be somewhat aghast at, is that one of the arguments that was put forth by the prime minister and his um, party was that the Antiguan government is the crown. Yeah? Really? That, <laughs> that um, they are, in effect, the British royal family or the British government. And that the democratic process that the Barbudans are arguing is neither here nor there because the land on which, as they put it, the Barbudans were occupying was really Antiguan land because Antigua and Barbuda were made independent. Now it goes back to the fact that Great Britain reneged. She did not stand by her word and say we will revisit this despite the fact that the Barbudans had been asking repeatedly for this, this relationship to be assessed.
because it was not working for the Barbudan. Uh, when I hear about this story, I, I have to th- ask about uh, the sanctity of land titles. How well established are the uh, surveying of the lands and the identification of uh, uh, land uh, boundaries. I know that uh, when disaster capitalism strikes, that's one of the things they really hope for, that there is no paper trail to prove who owns what land so that uh, very quickly the land grab can take place. Well, ironically, today's Monday and I heard that, what was it, on Friday after after the Prime Minister berated and lambasted the United Nations Development Programme, Somewhere around there, he opened up a lot of land in in Antigua for sale at pretty much peppercorn prices. Is surveying good? Yeah, there are some good surveyors, but there is a history of um, let's let's put it this way: there are there are groups who have done very well by picking up land on the cheap for for a non-payment of taxes. There are others who have and I've experienced this personally, who have encroached on other people's lands and um, seem to kind of move further and further and further in. There's not, as a Georgist, it is disconcerting to see that there's not a good mapping system. They're claiming that they're introducing geomapping. But, you know, geomapping is only as good as the, as the, as the person who's mapping. And so this is an additional problem that the Barbudans will face because while they're going through all of this, these fights to regain their island, a lot of entities are coming in under the guise, again, of development and aid. And curiously, I received a copy of a press briefing from the Clinton Foundation and the Rocky Mountain Institute stating that they've gone into partnership with the Antigua Public Utilities to set up a system for Barbuda. And I was just stunned. So I immediately wrote them an email saying that, you know, how did this partnership come into play? You must be aware that there are ongoing, you know, there's legal action. And it is phenomenal to me that you didn't do a simple Google search to find out what's going on in Barbuda and whether or not this is a place that you would want to um, be associated with and requesting at their earliest convenience an appointment. And I have yet to hear back from them. Um, I'll give them another I'll say week or so. And then, you know, it's now time to start writing to the New York Times, you know, the Atlantic, anybody and everybody, because it has become this thing where all these agencies are coming in, all these um, foundations and also corporations are coming in. Microsoft was used without the knowledge and permission of the Barbudans to go and map each house. I mean, there's a lot, there are a lot of things that are going on unbeknownst to the Barbudans that is being done under the ruse of aid. Um, and I'm not sure whether organizations like the Clinton Foundation, you know, the, the, the upper echelon really understand what is happening on the ground. But it is to me someone sh- somewhat shocking that a, a foundation with the name of a former president and former secretary of state 
has no clue as to to this type of land grabbing and what is becoming more and more apparent the deliberate erasure of a people 3CR radio that's independent progressive and making a difference you're on 3CR's Renegade Economist with your host Carl Fitzgerald and our special guest Tekla C. Nega Melchior telling the story of disaster capitalism 2018 style where a millionaire a Hollywood superstar are teaming up to overthrow one of the last places on the planet where they're still living outside the mainstream capitalist system. But as as all renegade economists know, where there's easy money to be made, uh, the knives will be sharpened and the land sharks are out in full effect. Let's go back to the interview. Mm, so what can we take from this for other indigenous nations who, who still live by communal land titles that may not have a, a paper trail of who owns what land? Where, where should those nations sit uh, and what can they learn from the Barbuda experience? Well, funny enough, in, this, in, in the New World, the uh, protected and indigenous people have been really, really vocal. If Barbudans can be dispatched so easily, they, they don't have a chance. The other thing that they're concerned about is when there's the, these discussions about democracy, what does democracy mean? How can one, one administration just decide we're going to overturn everything? and stand unopposed, because if it can happen in, in a tiny little place like Antigua and Barbuda, who's to say it's not going to happen in a larger democratic community, uh, uh, society or country? That's the real thing. The, the flouting of the law, I mean, here in the United States, no doubt you've heard much of what, <laughs> what uh, the, the people have um, been observing uh, going on in and around 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. The question is, for whom is the law? You know, who who is answerable to the rule of law? That's the big question. This isn't just a question of, oh dear, that's unfortunate. This is now a tool that is going to be used in more and more societies around the world. And that is the lumping together natural disaster development, reform, and, and, and revision. And um, no one is safe. No one is safe if, if what is happening now in Barbuda and, and in Barbuda is not um, challenged uh, full, with a full throat and, and stopped and reversed. Well, l- listeners, uh, this is a super... Uh... <laughs> A super extended interview. Uh, please um, check out on Facebook, uh, Barbuda, Silent No More. There are lots of updates going through there, about three or four a day. There's been some 14 news stories about this land grab issue there, right from Channel 4, BBC, The Telegraph, LA Times, Forbes, um, through to The Intercept, which had Naomi Klein even write about uh, this land grab. So uh, well done on all your work there, Tekla. Uh, we'll have to stay posted with this story, and please keep me keep me up to date on anything that's uh, 
that's occurring of note. But um, yeah, I wish you well sleeping at night. It's just horrid to think that uh, in 2018, sort of land grab can go ahead uh, pretty well unimpinged. Is there anything you can do at the UN level or what can we do to take on Robert De Niro? Why is he so motivated about this? Well, I mean, there's some serious money we're looking at, you know, a lot of money, you know. And um, there was a letter that was sent to the Secretary General demanding an explanation. I think you may have seen Inner City Press uh, had posed the question, why was he there? I can um, I can send you the letter that the Barbudans have sent the Secretary General and the Assistant Secretary General for General Assembly Affairs because they're still awaiting an answer. Why was he there, and why was he speaking on behalf of the Barbudans? And if the if the UN would do the courtesy of answering that question, and if they were in the wrong, be as full throated in their apology, um, as they were in broadcasting it on all networks in, you know, around the world. Uh, I think that's, that's a start and, um, you can post the letter and anybody who feels as strongly as the Barbudans can, we welcome them to send, sign and send those letters, um, to the SJ, the secretary general. You can't understand the De Niro thing unless you understand who's been here before and what, and what we have stopped, because what Barbudans have stopped has been remarkable. Timothy Leary, you know, there's a few other yeah. colourful characters there. And, and the, the alpaca and llama thing, when they tried to, when they found, when somebody read a story in Us Magazine, one of the ALP people found a story in Us Magazine and um, about Michael Jackson having a, uh, a llama. So they decided to bring down a couple of hundred llamas from Peru to Barbuda to, <laughs> to sell llamas to rich people. And the Barbudans literally threw rocks and stones and denied them the right to dock in Barbuda. And um, it, it, was, it ended up being rather tragic because so many of the llamas died. And, um, you know, but they've we've had stories of the women of the village coming together and throwing containers of people who were supposedly building these hotels and stuff but they ended up being like brothels and whatnot and they picked up the containers and threw them into the sea and dared the people to come i mean like they're very it, there are a lot of amazing stories of just how they said not here not on our land well, I dare say that uh, James Packer's ideal of setting up a uh, exclusive holiday resort for the 0.01% uh, must have had something tied in with the proximity of Barbuda to all of the tax havens in the area. Have you had much uh, insight on that? Well, I mean, from the, I think, I had I sent you a copy of the um, proposal and the act? I'll send that to you because in it you'll see that they've in effect made a tax haven. The the you know in in effect if you're saying that the, that they don't have to pay any local taxes and they can repatriate all their monies, they have in effect and repatriate becomes well repatriate to where? How many passports do you have? How many citizens citizenships have you purchased? You know, it's it's peculiar, but 
the proximity, yeah, you know, you've got a lot of islands around in which people can hide their money. And it seems as if the, it's, that number is growing exponentially. Just finish off, I wonder what uh, the thing I learned um, in, in my travels to Vanuatu over a decade ago now was, uh, again, the communal land law title was under threat. And the workaround there was a 75-year lease, but the clause the uh, the moneyed interest had inserted was that uh, after 75 years, if that land was to revert back to communal land title, uh, the owner of the land had to be reimbursed the, the commercial valuation of those improvements. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, for anyone who's visited a beautiful uh, Pacific island or, or uh, through the West Indies would know, uh, they do not have that sort of capital. So it's a barrier to, to reclaiming yeah. their land. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's all of those. Those are the issues that the IU uh, and other NGOs, the African Tax Institute. There are a lot of us. Fortunately, a, a, a substantial coalition is building up, building around this particular issue because it's worldwide. It's it's just a means of of stealing land one way or the other. You don't need bullets. You don't need gas. You don't need you know smallpox, what have you anymore. You can just set up these ridiculous agreements that just disadvantage. The population and it has to stop. Okay, well, Tekla Melchior, thank you so much for your time and uh, good luck pounding away on that keyboard of yours because uh, it's about time the law stood up for the little guy and to think that you can mix a uh, casino mogul with a movie star and rewrite laws at will uh, is just uh, abhorrent and all power to you, buddy, and all Barboodans listening. No oh, pleasure, Dan. Thank you so much for giving me the time. Mm. I'm looking forward to seeing you soon, huh? Okay, well, there we go. It's hard hearing these stories every week, isn't it, listeners? That's why we need loud music. Well, a PBS NewsHour did a story uh, in the last few days, uh, thanks to the Barbuda Silent No More Facebook page, uh, and the heading sort of summed up things. Uh, Hurricane Irma nearly destroyed Barbuda. Will recovery destroy the island's communal way of life? As we heard through the interview, De Niro and Packer had a uh, paradise-found law written to overturn the communal landlord title going against the wishes of the Barbudan people. The Prime Minister came in with the armed forces, with the police to uh, strong arm this uh, proposal through the local village meeting. Then when Hurricane Irma struck and the state of emergency was called, people were uh, spread all over the uh, um, Antigua. No one uh, knew that the government had called a state of emergency and essentially overthrown the, the 2007 land title legislation to ensure that Paradise Found could go ahead. Meanwhile, Robert De Niro turns up at the UN speaking on their behalf, saying, uh, we've got to donate to support Barbuda. And what he really wants is the island looking shipshape so that when this international airport is finished, he can fly in his uh, 
ultra-rich insiders to uh, lap up this beautiful piece of paradise here on planet Earth. Does that sound fair to you? Has Robert De Niro been uh, in too many mobster movies to not know uh, reality from fiction? Let's hope uh, the sentiment of uh, public opinion can wake him up. Who knows if James Packer can ever be woken. Thanks for listening to 3CR's Renegade Economists. Check the show notes on earthsharing.org.au for more details. The town looks to me as friend and council. And landlord and banker. Can we proceed? Thank you. I say the future is ours! What's wrong? Nothing. If you can count! This is middle-class privileged elite in most countries. You have a pretty good idea of what's going on in the world. But they will not, but they will not, but they will not talk. Free see ya.